0: All right, biohackers, who doesn't love a yummy, creamy whey protein shake? Oh, it is such a treat. And I really love it as a meal replacement, post-workout recovery, maybe even a midday snack. So this is why I have to tell you about Puree Protein Powder. I absolutely love the bourbon vanilla flavor and the chocolate, but I think I got to go with the the vanilla as my favorite. So It's smooth, it's delicious, and you know what else? It's pretty awesome that the flavors come from real, natural ingredients like the bourbon vanilla seeds from Madagascar. And let's talk about quality because there's a lot of junk whey protein on the market that I would not recommend. So the Puri Whey Protein, it comes from pasture-raised cow's milk with no hormones, no GMOs, and no pesticides. This is because Puri's mission has always been to be the best at offering pure, clean, and superior products that that support health and well-being. And what I think truly sets them apart is that they are fully transparent with their product testing. Every batch is third-party tested against more than 200 contaminants and certified clean by the Clean Label Projects. Not all brands can say this. Plus, each product contains a QR code so you can personally scan it and review the test results at home. I know you're excited to try it out. So what you're going to do is head on over to Puri.com slash That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash And then make sure you use promo code Biohacker Babes at checkout to save 20%. All right, let's get back to
1: the show. We're digging deep and asking the questions we need to ask.
0: Years of stress and not just emotional. I was depleting my body, I was malnourished. I'm
1: working out like crazy, I'm eating all these healthy foods. How could I not be well? We have to get back to the basics. We can change the
0: way our genes are expressed. Anyone that wants to improve their health or upgrade their health, they should be biohacking. My name is Renee. And I'm Lauren. We
1: are the Biohacker Babes. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. The Biohacker Babes podcast
0: aims to create insight into the body's natural healing abilities, strengthen your intuition, and empower you with techniques and modalities to optimize your health and wellness. Because life
1: is too short to not feel your best every single day. Welcome to episode 23 of the Biohacker Babes. I am Lauren. I'm here with my sister Renee, and we have a very special guest today, Pam Gold from Hacked Fitness. We are so, so excited to have you here, Pam. Thank I'm you for joining so
2: us. i We're going to have so much fun today. I know it. Yes.
1: <laughs> so as I said, Pam is the founder of Hacked Fitness. It is a biohacking gym, well, New York City's first biohacking fitness studio, which is so exciting. I met Pam about one year ago, and actually, thanks to Renee. Uh, Renee, right, you saw a story on Ben Greenfield's Instagram page working out on an Airx machine and said, where is this? You have to go. Do you know about this? And I said, I don't know, but I will find it. I walked in and this magical relationship started. I walked in and Pam just had her arms open wide, (laughs) hugged me as if I had known her for a lifetime, because that is the angel that she is, such a warm, loving, amazing human being, which is why we are so happy to have her here today. We're going to go through her amazing bio and then ask lots of questions, and you can sort of... Give us all the magic. I'm chatty, so I'm sure we'll have a really interesting path today. (laughs) 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 All right. So here we go. So Pam Gold, again, is the founder of Hacked Fitness, NYC's first biohacking fitness studio, sharing the latest fitness and recovery tech and holistic coaching, and creator of Peace Power Parenting, a four-week online program that provides a practical training for parents synthesizing behavioral, social, emotional, and spiritual intelligence. Her first book, Find More Strength, Five Pillars to Unlock Unlimited Power and Happiness, was a number one hot new release on Amazon and provides a simple, practical path to inner strength. (laughs) Pamela has been passionate about mind, body, and spirit optimization from a very young age. An overachiever from the start, she grew up on a farm in upstate New York, attended Yale University as a microbiology and biochem major, and then moved to NYC where she supported the growth of a restaurant chain from 18 locations to over 100 and was the point person on an IPO all by the age of 24. After becoming a mom, she became passionate about physical fitness and wellness and founded Fulfill Fitness, specializing in personal training and nutrition coaching. She then spent two years as president of the Beacon Program, an NYC behavioral therapy-based food and weight clinic. Hacked Fitness, which is the gym she owns now, represents what Pamela sees as the future of fitness, the convergence of science and tech to give us the next generation of evidence-based based evolution. Yes. Amazing, amazing, amazing! (laughs) So, Pam, just to sort of uh, transition, we know that you are an amazing mom, an amazing entrepreneurial mind, businesswoman, and a biohacker. I'm so inspired to be in your presence at all times. Uh, Just to get started, what really attracted you to this kind of work? I know you're very spiritual. Can you sort of give us an an entryway into? It's so
2: funny. You know, obviously, I talk about this a lot, and. It it really – you look back at your life and you can kind of see how the things at the time that just seemed so random and all over the place and you look back and you're like, oh, I see the common thread in all of this, right? Like we – in the bio you talked about how, you know, I was always passionate about optimization. Like I always had this love and drive – For life and this curiosity. I always wanted to figure everything out. I told the story this morning actually to a client that I used to get in trouble a lot. I was not an easy child. And there was one time my mom came in to the room and I had taken apart the vacuum cleaner and I was sitting there with all the parts of the vacuum cleaner and I got in trouble and (laughs) put the vacuum cleaner back together. But, um, you know, it's just always the way I I was is that I was really like, I had this joy, curiosity. I wasn't risk adverse, you know, so I definitely would get in trouble. But like everything, when I look back, I always wanted to be of service. I always wanted to help people. Like I was the right hand to really high level executives and that's how I got to learn from them. But I could care for them day to day and I was good at it. So that was, I was a waitress. Like I've done so many things over the years, but the common threads were being of service and then really trying to figure out how to crack the code and this whole be the best me I can be. And then once I figured it out for myself, share it, you know, with others. And so that's kind of how it all fits together.
1: I love that. Just not being afraid of anything. Have you ever read Strength Finder? No. The
2: book? No, that's not true. I have it. I haven't read it. I've used the tools in it. Amazing. Yes. But I had a really hard time with that because up until this last year, actually opening up Hacked, you know, they go through and you have to like figure out what your top ones are. And I was like, I mean, this this is going to sound slightly egotistical, but I'm good at so many things. I've always been a jack of all trades, master of none. So I had a really hard time figuring out what the things were that were my real natural strengths. And it's over the last year at Hacked that it's become really, really clear to me the activities that, even though I'm good at them, they kind of drain me of my energy versus the activities Mm. that I'm I'm good at. But at the end, I'm, like, even more lit up and even more passionate. And because over the last year I've had to do a lot of heavy lifting in all these areas being an entrepreneur, it's really become clear, oh, wait, no, that sucked me of my energy versus the things where I, like, have – brilliant conversations with people like you. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And I'm like, who else am I gonna be today? You know, yeah. it's like I'm a people person. I love authentic connection and conversation and, you know, sharing inspiration and learning from people. And then like kind of Again, sharing the inspiration, but, you know, motivating my team, having a really deep-rooted culture, and, and, yeah, supporting figuring out systems to make sure everything gets better and better. But I'm not the best at those, like, nuts and bolts really executing the details. I can do it because I've been doing it my whole career, but really I've realized that's not what I'm best at. So that book really is, is an awesome tool.
1: Yeah, that's so empowering to just know yourself and know what you're good at because that's how we better the world, right? Yeah. To show up and do what you're best at and not drain yourself
2: or kill yourself trying to be something right. Else. And then also too, just trusting it all. Because like if I hadn't kind of thought that I was good at most things, I probably wouldn't have been bold enough to just start a bricks and mortar New York City business, which is not for the faint of heart. Oh gosh. Definitely <sighs> a not. Of, it's a lot of really impressive
1: and heavy lifting imagine.
2: involved and yeah. Yeah. But I've grown. So yay, I'm growing. Yeah. Yeah it's awesome. So I love, yeah, where- I love that
0: I love that concept of like having a strength that also feeds you and yeah. energizes you and not feeling guilty if something is draining, even though you may be good at it, maybe that's not yeah. where you should spend your time.
2: Yeah and that you know that's it's a good point. It's funny that crystallized there's this um, it's called the Highlands ability Test or Highlands Ability Battery Test, where originally it was literally an eight-hour or nine-hour intelligence test. They've now truncated it down. I think it's a three-hour test. Oh, wow. And I took that test, and it was through that process that ultimately helped me realize this. that Because when you do the test, you get coaching with it. It's a really cool tool. I highly recommend it. Um, Because that was the thing. The takeaway is like, you could get really good at something. Like one of my coaches was saying he was like a financial analyst. He's like, I got really, really good at it, but I was just so drained. And I realized that I got good at something that wasn't my natural thing, which is why it was so it took so much energy as opposed to when we find the thing that really is our thing. And it, it energizes us. us. Yeah. So cool. Yes. Well, I think you yeah. have
1: found that with hacked. Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. You are such a, a gem, like you mm-hmm. were the whole reason why that is possible, and I would love for you to tell us exactly how that sort of came to fruition. I think, oh, Renee, I you, you sure. probably have a a question to get us started. <laughs> how did it happen? Yeah. Renee, yeah. How you, what, do you,
2: what do you want the to want?
1: The cat know? is going through the screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just loves when I record a podcast. He <laughs> wants to be in every episode, always. <laughs> yeah, Um. I mean, just to kind of kick off really what this episode is about, we're We really want to dive into optimizing fitness for a better life. Right. I know you're you're an expert in this topic and we want to really Mm -hmm. ask you a lot of questions, but to kick this off, there's a quote on your website that says, be able to be as strong as possible, as powerful as possible, to accomplish whatever it is that we want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Achieve all of our heart's desires and make the most of our life. So we know that's really what hacked is all about. And you know that we're huge fans, right? As soon as I came to New York, I had to come see Hacked. I couldn't mm-hmm. wait. And I'm sure I will be there every time I come back to visit. Mm-hmm. So how does this kind of all come in together? Yeah. The the quote with what, like you know, optimizing and- fitness and
2: Hacked. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's it's also interesting because there was a period of time, because I was a personal trainer and I was doing that. And there was a period of time that I thought I wasn't going to go back to doing physical fitness and coaching people in physical fitness, because, you know, the things that I discovered is, you know, when it comes to really achieving our best and brightest life, you know, in some ways the physical stuff's the easiest, not for everybody. And that's not meant to be judgmental. But in terms of, you know, finding a coach who can work with you and get your body in shape, that's where I started. And I got in really good shape. And I was like, oh, that didn't solve all my problems. <laughs> like, there's yeah. a lot more work to do. <laughs> you know, our mindset and and then the things that are getting way of our mindset, you know, tend to be... The more important work and the harder work. But the thing about Hacked and the way that Hacked ended up coming together and and how this fits in with fitness and optimizing fitness for a better life, it's like, you know, most people in our society, we're part of the human condition is that we focus on the outside in because that's how we're wired. We're wired Mm -hmm. for survival. And so we're conditioned to be looking outside of ourselves and then looking back at ourselves kind of from the outside in. And so fitness is this really amazing entry point. Where you know most people are aware of a desire around physical fitness, and they may not yet have, you know, started to to play around with you know goals and desires around mindset and mental health, and not really sure where to start with that, and and then of course what I call spiritual strength or, or inner strength, um, you know, that's a lot more nebulous. But the thing about physical fitness is it's an amazing entry point, and so. What I realized as I was going through this myself and discovering that there was this smarter, faster way to be physically fit and optimize fitness, that – more people pay attention and more people come. Like when I was running my parenting program, it's hard to get people's attention. And especially parents are super, super busy. Like, hi, it's it's yeah, not an sure. easy juggling act to be a parent. Yeah. And so it's hard to get people's attention. Physical fitness gets people's attention, and so people come in, and then depending on their openness, some people just want to do physical fitness. And it's like, all right, cool, we'll do that. But then you have this opportunity to sneak in. The mental piece of physical fitness. And then once you're looking at the mental piece of physical fitness, it's like, well, why am I having such a hard time with the mental piece? What's underneath that? And so it turned out to be this very natural entry point, you know, from physical optimization, fitness optimization to life optimization, because you can't separate it out anyway. And so all of this kind of just came through meditation, to be honest. And my des- deep desire to share the fun toys I was playing with because I was like, "This is so cool! I can't be the only person." They're that's the greatest about them. toys ever. Yeah, but like honestly, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't even, and I couldn't have realized at the time how this was going to all fit together, literally, with with everything that I've done up to this point. Um, and so, the physical fitness, even if that's the only thing that we feel like we can even start to even think about, because let's be honest, like the mindset stuff and. And our heart set, you know, our inner strength, our inner energy, whatever you want to call it, that stuff can be really tricky and really painful to even go near. And so all of us, just by starting wherever we can, physical fitness is like, all right, you know what? I may not be able to, like, heal my relationship with my mother right now, but I can go to the gym. I can go get a workout, and that makes me feel better that I did this thing for myself. And so hacked can meet people wherever they are and by prioritizing the physical fitness, we can then kind of sneak in and start to open some gateways to the other stuff too that is integral to life optimization. Is that a good I know it's like yes. all over the place, but does Amazing. that answer the question? Mind, <laughs> like body, kind and of spirit. All over the place. Yes. Yeah, because the reality I think we all embrace is that you can't disconnect Physical health, mental health, and we could say heart health or energy health. You know, there's so many of these words are so tricky. Words are just labels for things and, and they're always imperfect. And so I always encourage people, you know, it's just a word. If a word doesn't resonate with you, if a word kind of triggers something in you that feels like a negative connotation, just notice that and be open anyway to what, what the meaning underneath the word that the person's trying to convey actually is. Um, because it's just a word. Like someone in today at Hacked, they're like, yeah, because I'm talking about a branding and marketing project that we're doing at Hacked where we may change the name. You know, like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm a pretty open go-with-the-flow kind of girl. Yeah. And but other so, people are very attached to it, I'm sure, already. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's, it's polarizing because, again, <laughs> yeah. humans get attached. But, um, you know, a lot of people have a negative connotation with the word hack or hacked. Yes. Because it yes, seems like a definitely. shortcut. It seems like we're talking about some sort of shortcut that undermines the integrity of mm-hmm. the process and that is not what we're doing at Hacked, right? Yes. Biohacking is not about a shortcut. Right. Biohacking is about fundamentally having a much deeper integrity in the process that gets better, more efficient, personalized results, right? And so that seems something that we can convey in our marketing and convey, you know, in our team you know, communications, but it's all just things that to, to think about. And, and it's certainly important. I mean, you guys are the biohacking babes. So I'm sure you talk about all this all the time that it's like this isn't <laughs> about shortcuts. This is just about better paths. We're still yes. going to work really, really hard. Right. We're not trying to, like, get out of work and find some, like, lazy, you know, shoot that we're going to be able to, like, pull a trigger and, like, not have to, you know, eat healthy and not have to take good care of ourselves and not have to be mindful of the people that we choose to spend time with. I don't know. That's not what biohacking is. It's a different type of work because I yeah. think our
1: culture really welcomes and gives an easy opportunity for mm. fitness because that's what people need mm. and are familiar with. Mm-hmm. But hopefully the mindset stuff, the spiritual awakening, I think is coming pretty quickly. Doesn't but it's it not as accessible like at the yeah. moment. So I love yeah. that you sort of draw people in with this amazing tech. And I would love for you to go through like yeah. the tech that you use the there. Cool. But Would you say that it's you and your team that really bridges that gap between the fitness and the mindset? Yeah,
2: yeah. And it's so interesting the way that it's like flourished organically. Um, Like we do a lot of breath work at Hacked now. I had no visibility ahead of the time that that was going to be a core component of what we do at Hacked. Yeah, amazing. It fits perfectly. And I'm a a yogi. I went to yoga school. So I do um, have background in breath work and I use breath work. But then one day we had a client come in to use some of the cool tech. And he was amazing. I'm like, what's your story? And he's like, well, you know, I almost died and I've been using breath to, you know, and these biohacking tools to heal myself. And here I am. And I'm like, well, that's cool. You want to breathe me sometime? And he was like, yeah. And so we did a remote breath session. I was like, all right, well, that just changed my life. So I want you, when you're in New York next time, to offer this to the community at Hacked. And it just naturally grew into this. Totally could never have anticipated. And that's one of the core foundations now at Hacked is the breath work. So again, it's like.
1: But being open to that opportunity and and possibility.
2: Tech is kind of the sexy, cool, and it's real. It's not. And that's the thing like Sage, the guy who does the breath work, I mean, he was relying on that technology to heal what, what really should still be something that he shouldn't be here from. And so, you know, the stuff that we have at Hacked is really powerful. In that way, again, I didn't anticipate any of this because I opened Hacked as a fitness facility, mm-hmm. right, for people that were healthy. Yeah. It, I mm. did not know. I did not know, nor could I have anticipated, because when you don't know, you just don't know, um, how the tools that we have at Hacked are so integral for rehabilitation and healing. If there is something that physically we're dealing with,
1: Mentally we're dealing
2: with and energetically we're dealing with. So all this stuff, I look back and I laugh. Um, I laugh a lot because I just think everything <laughs> is so funny, but I'm really into That's this. That's important. Yeah, you have to laugh. Like, yeah, playful energy <laughs> is really powerful when it comes to creativity. But, you know, I look back and it's like, wow, this this co-creative force that has my back that that I'm like dancing with as I have these, you know, insights and inspiration ideas that then kind of resonate in my heart and then somehow get down in my bones and then I just have to do it or I feel like I'm going to die. That's kind of how, <laughs> how Hacked felt. It didn't feel like good. Amazing. I was terrified. Earlier when you were talking terrified. about being great. Yeah, I'm terrified. Most of the time. And then I breathe and I settle in and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what's it, what's it teaching me? Um, But I I never could have anticipated the way um, things were going to blossom. Like, it's just like, oh, wait, this is a totally different thing than I thought. That I was doing, and so it started around this fitness concept because I'm super into physical strength. And I was like, "Oh man, yeah. the ARX, and you can just achieve just feels on, so good, so good." Like yeah. I'm a pretty intense person, as you guys can tell, and it feels so <laughs> good to have these really safe but really intense physical workouts that then you can see all the data and you can track. And so that's what inspired me to open Hacked, and it's turned out to be a much bigger, more beautiful thing than I could have ever imagined. That's incredible,
1: yeah. It is. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. Well, yeah. so just explain to our audience about ARX and maybe the Carol bike. Yeah. We post about it on our Instagram all the
2: time, yeah. but I would love yeah. to hear your official pitch about what yeah. it does and so why it's cool. so amazing. So cool. Yeah. sexy so tech. The sexy tech. It is <laughs> It is sexy. I mean, tech, all of this new stuff that humanity's figuring out is pretty freaking cool. So basically, the ARX was the real reason why I started Hacked, as I said. it It gives you the opportunity to have this – effective minimum dose, like real max exertion level strength training workout in a very safe way because it's adaptive resistance. And so as I know both of you experience, the machine is moving whether you participate or not. It's up to you how much you resist it on the lowering phase and then how much you work with it on the lifting phase. And we can lower a lot more weight than we can lift. This machine allows us to do that in real time, moment to moment. So we get the perfect drop set and then it ends up being a mental trainer as much as it's a physical trainer because you're going to be out of your comfort zone. And it's mm-hmm. just a question of how far out of your comfort zone your working zone can be. And the working zone is defined as, and I, I, I love to quote people like where this comes from and I can't remember who it is, so forgive me, but there was someone brilliant who describes this working zone, well, it wasn't me, um, that it's, it's the area where you can stay consistent out of your comfort zone without self-sabotage. And so our nervous system, when we're out of our comfort zone, will kick in and will sabotage us if we get too uncomfortable. And so it's like, all right, can you keep expanding that working zone? How uncomfortable can you be and stay in it? And so that's part of what Hmm. the ARX allows us to do, which again, when I got the ARX, I didn't anticipate that because I was like that naturally. And I hadn't ever gotten to train other people on the ARX. So it was actually somewhat, I'll be honest, of a huge surprise that there were people, unlike me, that were like, what are you doing to me, crazy lady? <laughs> like, and I was like, "Yes, oh, I, I should take it, it a little it's slower. It's pretty amazing. I should take it a tad slower. Not everyone has, has this intensity around life where you're like, I don't care how uncomfortable I am. I'm doing it. You know, I'm staying in it.
1: Um, but you're such an amazing motivator. I've watched you coach people through the ARX, and it's just such yeah. a beautiful... Well, I get, Inspiring, that's positive when I get to experience. Sneak
2: in all my other stuff, yes, like the mindset I love that. stuff and the spiritual it is, stuff. It's very sneaky. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it's sneaky. It's like because I'm a mom. It's like you sneak the spinach in the smoothie. Oh, and same thing. They don't thing. realize that this is not like. Oh, why is my vanilla smoothie so green? When they're little, yeah. they don't know. They just think vanilla smoothies are green. <laughs> like, You're oh, getting the fun and the nutrients <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the ARX, the fact that you then have a graph, right? So you can see how hard you worked last time. And one of our taglines is data don't lie, even though technically it does because hmm. nothing is perfect in, in tech sure. world, right? We've had machines fail and I'm like, yeah, you can't trust the data today. And it's like humbling because you're like, mm, yeah, probably not the best tagline. But in yeah. theory, it's a good tagline. <laughs> um, and, and the point of it is your brain will tell you one thing. We've all experienced this. Our brain will, will give us reports about the nature of reality and... We really need to be discerning how much of what our brain is reporting to us we want to believe. And so having a graph where you have real-time feedback and you can see in real-time how you're doing, it's really, really powerful because it shows you um, when your brain is not giving you uh, the full story and that we're so much stronger than we think we are and it starts to expand what we believe is possible in other areas of our life too. So there's all these like – I could not have imagined because, again, it originally was just me using the ARX and I just loved it. And then getting to coach people on it, it became this amazing tool for transformation that I honestly couldn't have anticipated all in one 20-minute strength training <laughs> workshop. Yeah, right? something I you can't
1: get in a group fitness class or working no. with a trainer. You don't it's see like, that. And so you never yeah. know the possibility, right? Yeah. And the and, volume and like of work said, is incredible.
2: Yeah. And it was something that I could never have anticipated. I, and I was like, "Oh, well, this is this is cool." And then it makes you think out of the box from a training perspective, because for people that are struggling staying consistent in that working zone, then we can start talking about like cold therapy, you know, other other ways of practicing distress tolerance. Like right? doing anything that sucks makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. So how do we practice being in the suck and breathing <laughs> through it, staying in it, and and knowing that there is a light at the end of the tunnel? There's a great train analogy somewhere about. Like when you're going through something hard in life, you can think about it like a train moving through a tunnel. And you know that at some point, no matter how long the tunnel is, even if you can't see the light at the other end right now because you're behind a couple twists and turns, you're moving through a tunnel and there absolutely is light at the end of it because there's seasons for everything and so – it's just a great analogy for all areas of life distress tolerance skills so when i was at the behavioral therapy based company i learned all about these behavioral therapy techniques which again who would have anticipated would then you know support me in this other future work at a gym but right. behavioral <laughs> therapy goes hand in hand because sometimes we don't feel like doing the thing, right? Like we don't feel like going A to the gym. A lot of the time. Yes, yeah. right? Yeah. And so that's when behavioral therapy techniques become so critical because you still got to do it. And so then you have to have tools in your toolbox to do the thing you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, even when you really, really, really don't want to do it. So that's behavioral therapy. But behavioral therapy alone without addressing, well, what is that feeling in the first place? Why is that there? Can I get that to soften? Can I get that to shift? So next time I'm in this exact same experience, I feel differently. I'm not as constricted. I'm more open. I'm more flowing. I'm more brave. I'm more gracious. So all this stuff, it's like it goes so hand in hand. And again, I never could have anticipated all this from a strength training workout. But that's the ARX in a nutshell. It's really bizarre. It's not just physical strength. It's also mental strength. Training, Which then kind of opens a window yeah. into deeper work that we have the capacity to address with things maybe like breath work. And we can do HRV training with breath and all these different things to show us that we're in control of a lot more than we think we are. Our brain makes us think that we're out of control of some things and our brain makes us think that we can control some things, both of which are wrong. Like there's plenty of things that our brain thinks that we can control and it really convinces us we can control because it keeps us feeling safe. (laughs) And unfortunately that is a fallacy because ultimately we can't control these things. And ultimately when it comes to our physical body, we are all going to die and we are all ultimately are not safe in that respect. Um, But then it tricks us making us think that things are out of our control, like how we feel. And we try to blame other people, blame external circumstances. Actually, one of the biggest shifts is when we start to own our feelings, loving them for whatever they are. Like we want to validate, oh, yeah, I am feeling scared right now. I am feeling angry. Oh, I'm feeling 18 things at once. Let me take a moment to untangle what those things are. And then saying, I'm feeling this. I can't control how I'm feeling. I can control how I'm being and what I'm doing. And that is really, really cool because then suddenly we have something to do that is a really productive um, area of work that changes everything. Yeah, all that from a strength training workout. Who so knew? much to show how up for? could you? How could I you know.
1: <laughs> I hope that everyone that's listening is just their mind is being blown because <laughs> you thought we were talking about strength fitness. It is so hard, much more. It's a
2: thing. Like, um do you know Mark Atkinson, the psychological fitness? Yeah. Um, certification. He does a lot with Dave Asprey and Bulletproof and mm-hmm. Upgrade Labs, all of which I love and I encourage everyone to check out. Uh, I've been working with Mark. And um, his program is so good. The Psychological Fitness Program is a really, really good program. And I love using the term fitness when we're talking about more than just our body because it's just capacity for work, right? Capacity to show up and be the best version of yourself. And so to talk about you know, physical fitness, psychological fitness, energetic fitness – you know, you can look at it in these different kind of layers of density. That we've got this dense body, and then our mind is more subtle, and then our feelings, our emotions, and then our spiritual states are the most subtle of what we can really uh, perceive and, and work with. Emotional intelligence and then spiritual intelligence are are really important things to take a look at. And this is all wrapped up and hacked because it's holistic yeah. fitness is is what what the name of the game is.
1: Yeah. So, so, for someone that has not experienced the ARX, yeah. do it. How do we start? And if you don't have access to it, yeah. what is sort of another entryway to well, get this
2: whole expansion that you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, so there's a, a product called the X3 that you can kind of get at home that uses resistance bands. It's great if you're an advanced fitness person because it requires you to have really good form and be really aware of muscle activation because um, you, you could technically do wonky things while you're under this intense resistance and get hurt. Um, so if someone is not kind of a, an experienced fitness person, definitely check out the X3. Um you know, otherwise, work with a personal trainer and do that body by science protocol, which is let's identify what 85% of my one rep max is, and then let's try to hold that um, amount of, of strength for a minute, 30, minute, 45 seconds through as much of a, a continuous long range of motion, really slow and heavy uh, and it's it's hard, and I encourage people to do it with a trainer for the first time mm-hmm. because they want to make sure you're in good form and you're not doing something wonky, that, that your one rep max is a real accurate, safe one rep max. Um, because you can you can recreate some of these protocols. It's just totally different than the ARX. Because if you're if you're dealing with not adaptive resistance, just kind of steady state resistance, it's going to be a different experience. Um, then I would encourage you to do those heavy weight lifting, you know, regimens either safely with a trainer or on your own, and then do other forms of. Uh, <laughs> Distress tolerance, you know, do the cold plunge and breathe through it the cold showers. I mean, everyone has access to to a cold shower. A shower, yeah. And so take yeah. cold showers and breathe through it. Like, what has to happen <laughs> for me just to stay in here, for me to get past that fight or flight reflex and, like, stay in it? Because that's ultimately what you're doing on the ARX. You can do that part in a cold shower and do the strength training in another way. So there's a lot of ways to, you know, solve for this. And then – Yeah, and working with trainers and coaches, I highly recommend. I always have at least four coaches at any given time in different areas of my life because having a coach who can be on the other side and see what you can't see in that moment is of paramount importance to help us, you know, really level up in a safe way. It's just highly recommend having coaches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can – it's just, it's just, just a lot less messy if you have a coach and you're not, yeah. and then and you you're just like, you never know where yeah, it will take you. if Yeah. You have someone and then else. you have a friend, you make new yes. friends. Every coach I've ever had, I'm like, lifelong friend. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, so that's just the yeah, strength I mean, I, training. I, I uh-huh. get
0: like a nutrition coach sometimes. People are like, that's Why would what you, you need do, a but coach? yeah. You know everything. I'm like, I, well, I don't know everything, clearly. <laughs> but just having someone from the outside looking in—it's
2: okay. Have you thought about this? Have you noticed thing. that? And it's like, oh no, I didn't. Because yeah. when you're so close to something, it's harder to see yeah. the big picture. And you know, if you have someone on the other side, there was a great analogy someone gave once about—it's um, like you're be- you're in the bottle, and there's a label on the bottle, but you can only read the label from the outside in. Hmm. You can't see the label from hmm. the inside out. And so, having a coach who's standing on the outside, and I'd be like, oh. This is what's going on. Then you're like, oh, oh, I get it. Okay, I'm 33%, whatever. okay, I see. Yeah, never would have known that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I it's another great analogy. (laughs) (laughs) I love analogies because it helps, you know, crystallize something that otherwise is pretty abstract. Absolutely. Especially, I mean, all the
1: biohacking stuff can seem really abstract. So I love that you're bringing it down to everyone's level. It's amazing. So we always like to uh, ask on the podcast, who is this for? And you have Mm -hmm. already naturally answered a lot of our our questions. Mm -hmm. But Pam actually only work
2: works out, correct me if I'm wrong, 20 minutes three times a week. Uh, a little less than that. So it, it, <laughs> it usually cumulatively is about 40 minutes a week total. Amazing. Yeah. And that really works for your lifestyle as a mom. You live
1: upstate, and then you come mm-hmm. into the city to work, mm-hmm. and you look – incredible. Thank you. We'll share photos of her because Thank she you. just is glowing Thank from the inside mm-hmm. out. Your body looks phenomenal. But so explain is this for everyone? It obviously is working amazingly for you.
2: Yeah, so I think that it's for everyone to try, right? It's for everyone to try depending on where you're starting. And and there's a process where if if we're trying to build muscle mass, if we're trying to change our body composition, it really depends on the goal. So you're going to want to tweak things slightly. You know, if you're going through a phase where you're trying to change your body composition, lower the amount of body fat that you have and increase the amount of body um, of muscle that you have on your body, um, there's a process where everybody's different because obviously everybody's different and mm-hmm. metabolisms are different. When I, I guess there was a period of time when I had to lose Uh, about 40-plus pounds. So I don't know if you know this, but I I was overweight. After I had my second child, I had a lot of weight to lose. I gained a lot of weight in that first kind of period of being a mom with two little ones and didn't realize it. And there was a period of time when I was losing the weight and I hadn't yet really stabilized the fat loss to then build the muscle. I was in like a a caloric deficit Mm -hmm. to change my overall weight and burn the fat. It's harder to build muscle during that phase. And so you have to be patient, and you want to be choosing um, exercise routines that will help you maintain muscle right. while you're burning fat. And so if you do too much cardio and not enough strength training, and you're not eating the right ratio of macronutrients, right, and everybody's different, how much protein is the right amount for you, Absolutely. a lot of this is trial and error, which is why I love The data don't lie because we really want to use as much data as possible to fine-tune things. The biohacking component. Yeah, Yeah, because your body is different and there are ways that we can track all this stuff. But the easiest way is just have a hypothesis and then test it and track your results. Like it's it's actually it feels overwhelming, but you can kind of take a low-tech approach to just devise like, all right, for the next six to eight weeks, this is what I'm gonna do. And then I'm gonna see what happens. And then I'm gonna tweak the strategy a little bit. Um, not too much, because you wanna own and love the process and six to eight weeks isn't the be all end all. Mm-hmm. But you want to be tracking it and then make sure you're tracking the right things, you know, body composition, not just weight, because obviously weight, you could stay the same weight, but it's you lost a lot of inches, but you're building muscle while you're losing fat and muscle weighs more, of course. And so all of these things um, you tweak. But the point is, there's this old paradigm around exercising to burn calories, which a lot of people still um, either consciously or subconsciously believe to be true. And it's it's not true, because If we exercise to burn calories, we're putting extra stress and strain on our body at the end of the day. We want to exercise to fine-tune the systems in our body. Mm -hmm. So we want to really be mindful about that goal. And then our nutrition is about finding the right ratio of macro and micronutrition depending on our goals. And so that it's a long answer. But at the end of the day, 40 minutes a week is enough if you're eating the right way and if you're tracking your sleep and your stress and then if there are other things going on that are impacting your metabolism. So if you've got some hormone imbalances, if you've got some other systemic stuff going on, you'll see it because you'll see the data results of the workouts and then you're not getting the body results that one would expect based on the amount of work, based on the total macro nutrition that you're consuming. So then you know to look deeper. Because there's – our bodies are so complicated and there's a lot of reasons why we hold on to weight. If our body thinks that it's not safe, the body will not release weight. Right. And so protective for whatever – mechanism. Yeah, it's a protective mechanism. And we can say that there's something wonky in our hormones. Um, it doesn't – to me, it doesn't it, – it, it's not a one-size-fits-all on any stretch. But we want to just be asking ourselves, like, if you're holding on to weight and you're having trouble losing it, you know – we want our body to feel safe. And what does that mean, that our body feels safe to just thrive and it doesn't feel like it needs to hold on to something to stay safe? And so 40 minutes a week is enough. Mm-hmm. And if you're not getting those results, that's when you kind of go deeper and you look and make sure you go see the doctor and you get your hormones tested and all this stuff goes hand in hand and meditating and dealing with stress and yes. Yes. But showing up and wanting to
1: do that work because it is a lot of work. It's not just clocking in time at the gym, right? It's yeah. saying I want to accept this opportunity. I want to track. And we yeah. talk a lot about the quantification and the data on the show. So I'm so glad you talked about that. Yeah. Because Eric's work. does that. And I know you have an Aura Ring. Yeah. Oura well, Ring users. It, it is
2: work. And it's, mm-hmm. when we say the word work, what I like to think of is just being comfortable being uncomfortable. A really you know, hard thing for people really to hard do. Thing. It's such a it's such <laughs> a, a deep mindset shift, right? When we can say, you know what? I'm gonna prioritize getting comfortable being uncomfortable and loving that feeling of being uncomfortable because it means I'm growing. Yes. So I've reframed that. So now the instant that I feel uncomfortable, I've literally rewired my brain. So I instantly feel grateful. It took me a bunch of years. Yeah, it's like practice practicing, practicing, sure. yeah. practicing, oh, this sucks. Think of something that makes me feel grateful. And you're literally neuroplasticity rewiring your brain. So something sucks. I feel gratitude. I don't even have to do anything anymore. It's just I've repaved my brain. And so I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this is horrible. Oh, why do I feel so grateful suddenly? It's like you don't even it's not conscious. It's a subconscious neuropathway that I've wired in. Like this sucks. I feel grateful. But then you have that <laughs> power to like look for solutions, right? And so all this stuff. I've got a million tricks up my sleeve, but it really is good.
1: I love that you said you repaved yeah. your brain. It's just yeah. like a brand new highway. It's yeah. just easy, easy sailing. That's real. And it yeah. takes
2: practice and everybody's different how long it takes to rewire certain connections, but the brain cells that fire together wire together so we can do this. Yeah. We can literally rewire ourselves. And in the beginning, I wore bracelets. I wrote things on my arm and my hands. I used to joke (laughs) that I I still do. I just ordered temporary tattoos of roses because one of the things I'm playing with now is that whenever I'm with someone who's triggered, I picture a rose between me and them. It's something Mark Atkinson taught me. And it changes the dynamic so amazingly like magic and so now i just always need to remember rose whenever someone is triggered and then it i feel their energy because i'm pretty empathetic like i feel people's energy and so then i feel it and now i just remember rose and that kind of creates this energetic force field where i can be loving and not compromise the integrity of my own space my own energy and so i use those tricks like i i like how am i gonna Learn a new habit because it really it's like having a new habit that then you don't even have to think about because your brain does it subconsciously. Yeah, it's like ding ding ding.
1: We could call that a hack. You said it's a trick, but in some ways, it's a hack that seems like a shortcut, but it's a process in your process.
2: I invested consistent work,
1: yeah,
0: consistent
2: work in the beginning.
0: Yep, a bracelet, yeah, show me. It says,
2: it says presence, yay, I love to remind
0: myself to be in the moment, here
2: now, yeah, and it takes. practice and eventually years later (laughs) you won't need that bracelet anymore you'll need a temporary tattoo or like because you'll get the presence down and then it's something else and something else and and that's the thing you just keep deepening the practice of whatever it is that's going to level you up and if you're just committed to leveling up you just keep going because the rewards are so good it just gets better and better yeah it's so powerful yeah really great yeah so
0: Yeah, Pam, we always talk about how this makes you hotter or why this makes you hotter. And I think a lot of people would (gasps) link hotter. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You
1: are there, my friend. Yes.
0: Thank you. We're learning from you now. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people would naturally link exercise and fitness with looking hotter, but you have taught us so much today that it's not just about the time in the gym, right? It's the whole mind, body, spirit. Mm. So maybe you can kind of speak to how all of that makes you hotter and yeah. and why you don't need to spend two hours in the gym every
2: day. Mm, yeah. I mean, first of all, I I know for a fact that being happy is the most important thing that we can wear to make ourselves more attractive.
1: Absolutely. You know,
2: and especially yeah. as someone who's in their 40s, you know, like I say, like wow, wow. Like I'm I'm definitely over that hill when it comes to just being like, you know a hot chick, right? Yeah. And it's kind of like, nah, I'm, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a hot mom. You're a hot chick. But like, you know, it's just funny. I laugh. because it's like, you just, yeah, you kind of just embrace, you know, embrace the journey, which is aging, which is, yeah, all that. And um, definitely knowing that I will always be prettiest, most beautiful, most attractive, hottest, when I'm happy, and when I'm kind, when I'm warm. Right? And it makes perfect sense that we're yeah. hottest when we're warm, when we're mm-hmm. we're putting out those warm, happy vibes, right? And and so that if you unpack that and go deeper, it's like, all right, well, what has to happen for me to be happy, happy. and warm? Because that's vulnerable, right? Like to be warm. You know, when when people walk in, like people walk into hacked, like Lauren, you walk in, you are. Freaking radiant and super smart, not Broadway, right? Younger Pam, less mature Pam, would have been really threatened, right? And it's not like my mind doesn't still have those pings of, well, what does this mean about your worth? What does this mean about, you know, your value and whether you, you know, really are meant to be an expert in this area or what? It's not like your mind doesn't still have those echoes of insecurities, right? I've just become very discerning just being like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yes.
1: That is not (laughs) – because it's not real. It's not real.
2: That's lower level egoic illusion. Mm-hmm. It's just illusion. Testing us. Yeah.
1: It's giving us an opportunity yeah. to choose one or the other.
2: Yeah. And if we're aware of it, we can feel that that's not real. And then we can not choose that thought. We can choose a different thought like, oh my gosh, how lucky am I that this beautiful radiant person wants to come and hang out here sometimes. I'm like, oh, I get to learn from them and I get to hang out with them and laugh with them and like share in their light. <laughs> like what a blessing, right? So the mindset stuff, as soon as you peel back that layer around being happy, um, and and being able to be warm and vulnerable. I mean, the mindset stuff is freaking huge, mm-hmm. you know. And it helps that I know I am a badass. Like, I am not the best at anything, but who one is? of well, who is right. One of my mantras yeah. that I started. a bunch of years ago with like tongue-in-cheek, right, is even on my worst day, I'm awesome. Like no matter what I just screwed up, no matter what I just dropped, no matter how inferior I may look or feel in the moment, in the circumstance, in the environment, because we all find ourselves in environments where we're objectively learning, we're growing, we are not the best in the room, we're not the smartest in the room, we're not the brightest, we're not the prettiest, we're not the most talented, we're all going to find ourselves in those moments which is awesome because we're uncomfortable and we're growing, right? And so all of this goes so hand in hand with showing up, knowing that even in those moments, I am freaking awesome. I've got so much to offer. Like I may not be a young 20-something, 30-something hot chick. I'm a hot (laughs) 40-something badass mom business owner that can provide – skills and expertise and wisdom in other ways, right? Like, I know I'm a badass. And so knowing that you're a badass... And like actually showing up and doing the work to be a badass, which is when you go back to going on the ARX. When you're on the ARX, you feel like a freaking badass because oh, you are yeah. working. Absolutely. And when you're on the Carol, yes. which we, we didn't get to talk about, but you're getting chased by the tiger and you're hitting crazy power numbers and you're you're upping your cardiovascular fitness in only 20 seconds, it is an intense 20 seconds twice, right? You, you There's no doubt that you are a badass yeah. and then you look Nothing at yourself in and no the mirror you. you're like well listen I'm 40 and like yeah the skin is a little I had two babies so like you know when I move in certain directions there's things I don't really like but I'm like I'm freaking hot I'm a badass yes. if someone <laughs> wants to be with me and whatever I mean obviously I'm married so my husband wants to be with me hopefully um but it's like you you have this inner glow that is real, earned, warranted. Like, I'm not saying just be in an ego state and say that I'm awesome even when you're messing stuff up. You got to own your stuff. And I know that I do that when I mess up. I'm like, hey, that was me. I'm growing. You know, I ask for yeah. grace and I own it. Like, I don't blame. I don't do any of that stuff. I, I'm not in a victim mentality. And I'm not in a hero mentality either. Hero is when you're, you know, you're owning your own journey, right? The hero's journey. But it's still about you. And, and you evolve where it's – you're being of service. So it's not about you. And like, I know – that I'm a lover. I know I love people. I know my heart is big and my wings are spread wide and I'm brave and I'm showing up. So all of this is what makes me hot. You know, it's it's like it's a different kind of hot than when I was 20 and it's different kind mm-hmm. of hot than when I was 30. And it's going to be a different kind of hot when I'm 50, but I'm going to be hot when I'm 50. And I'm going to be hot when I'm 60. I think I'm going to be freaking hot when I'm 80. It's going to be different. Yeah. There's going to be yes. wrinkles and sags, but there's going to be that sparkle in my eye and that smile is still going to be there. Maybe oh, I may have like have fake no teeth, I have no, no idea. idea about. That. <laughs> but like but like no, like that that hotness, that warmth, that security, that knowing that you have something to offer the world, that's intrinsic that only you can bring and you're not looking for validation outside in but you know from the inside out that you've got these core sets of values and you're showing up as that every day, even if the outcome kind of sucked because it's not always going to be a home run. You may strike out three times, you know, but you know you're going to get up to bat again tomorrow. Like that's the kind of stuff that makes you hot.
1: Yeah, I I love that. You don't need the validation. No,
2: It's you just knowing. It doesn't matter what anyone
1: else thinks. Yeah, I'm a badass Mm -hmm. of
2: kindness and wisdom. Like in my family, we talk a lot about the trifecta of bravery, wisdom, and compassion. And those are the three things. Mm. I'm like, I'm a badass at bravery. I'm a badass at compassion. And I'm a badass at wisdom because I'm always looking for the truth, no matter how uncomfortable, no matter how inconvenient. I'm leveling up. I'm learning. And then I'm reflecting that back.
1: That's incredible. That's (laughs) not speechless. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I know, right? We Uh, all want to be a little bit more of of that. And we all can be. That's
2: the thing. It's just practice being that and faking it. Like even when you're not feeling it, like, oh my God, I don't feel brave. <laughs> like, sure. I'm like, I told you I'm going through some stuff right now at work. I'm like shaking. I was shaking a couple days ago and yeah. I'm still just breathing and I'm like, well, I don't feel brave, but I'm gonna be brave. And that's when behavioral therapy comes in. Mm-hmm. Because even when you don't feel like doing it, you do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's making so that
1: important. choice. Unbelievable.
2: Oh.
0: Pam, I think you're a badass biohacker babe.
2: Aw, thank you. I want you like a badge. I wanna, I'm going to say that. Yeah, I'm a badass biohacker babe. I'm going to oh, say that. Oh, we're going to get you a badge. You a freaking badge. It. Yeah, you guys should get badges. <laughs> but like, I'm such like a cheap, child. I'm a five-year-old. <laughs> you will be man. the first. No, yeah, but seriously, I'm like a five-year-old. I'm like, I want a freaking gold star. And I will wear my badge. Like, I'm going to feel even more badass if I've got a badass biohackers babe. Yeah. You know, like – All right. We're getting it for you. No question. Yes. All right. We'll work on that.
1: Yeah. So we just have a few minutes left. I just want to sneak in one more question, which honestly we – Diverted to a beautiful place, <laughs> Let's which go is back. much better Let's go pack. back. But we always talk about debate and controversy as well yes. on the show. And mm, I think there's juicy. this idea, like, people love to work out because they get the endorphin rush. Yes. It's a community-minded. Mm-hmm. It's a social thing. Okay. And also, the, you know, it's a checklist yeah. thing. So what would you say to the people that want to participate yeah. in sort of the biohacking, the tech, Eric's, Carol, but yeah. also just love, love getting working. that hour? Yeah, and
2: that's great. And when I say to – because this is a conversation I have all the time, and this – is was and is me like that's great if you can fit that into your week and it lights you up go do it be with your friends go to soul Mm cycle go to berries go whatever like you know rumble whatever you love do it as long as you're making sure that fundamentally underneath That activity – because most of those classes I like to think of more as activities as opposed to exercise because a lot of those classes don't really have the fundamental integrity um, that I like to see in a physical fitness program. Like I don't – like knock on wood, we've opened at hacked for over a year and we haven't had a single injury and that's, like, really, really important to me. Um, you know, we all know that berries and whatever. It's, it's just you have to be much more mindful. Mm-hmm. But go do that. And if you have the, the community piece, like CrossFit, like, go do that. Um, community is super important. There are other places, other ways that we can find community. But if that's your way, freaking do it, right? Like at
1: hacked, honestly, that yeah. is one of the greatest places to. Yeah, hang I out. mean,
2: hacked it's has its own community. So, you're not yeah. working out together. You're more like, hey, what do you do? And like, oh my god, you're amazing. I'm like, I know, right? And so you just like meet amazing people at hacked. But community, we need to have community in our life, and that's also yes. one of the core foundations at hacked. Um, but in terms of the endorphins, right? If you do like a 60 minute like intense thing, your brain chemistry shifts from that. You get a little bit of that from hacked. It's different. It's different. What I say to people is, listen, if you're at a place in your life where you need to optimize, look at the other things in your life that are those fundamental um, resources for those positive endorphins, quality time with people you love, building your legacy, right? Like a lot of us have a book in us or have a business idea in us or have some creative project in us for whatever reason we haven't done it, do it. Don't not do it because you're working out five days a week for five hours, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. pushing through the suck of creating that project, best endorphins ever, right? Quality time with family and friends. I mean, you guys are sisters and you do this together. Having that quality connection releases mad endorphins. Hugging people, smiling. Like, there's a lot of really, really positive other ways to get the endorphins that maybe will have better results when you look at the holistic kind of full wheel spectrum of your life, but maybe not. And like everybody's got to find their own path. So to me, I'm like, if it sparks joy and it's working for you when you look at your holistic kind of life wheel, like really being honest about the different buckets of things that are important in your life, you know, friends and family and your own self-care and your career and your finances and you know your legacy, like those kind of things. You know, look at it and whatever feels in balance to you, you do you. Part of Hack's core mission is to give the power back to the people. It's like mm-hmm. you have the best wisdom about what going to be your path and what's going to work for you any given day. So learn to listen to that, learn to follow through, then learn to see if it works. Like be a scientist in your own life. Does it get the results that I want? Does it feel right? And if it feels right, do it. And if something doesn't quite feel right, try to tweak it, but it's all good.
1: That's exactly what we say is our definition of being a biohacker: mm-hmm. is asking the right questions and being truthful with mm-hmm. yourself. Which is it's tricky. The, it's so tricky, but got it's so powerful. In our sinky. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, another another
0: podcast day. <laughs> I know we could talk for hours and hours. I, know, and I love hours, you guys. But, You're the best. Um, Renee, you want to jump well, in? Well, yeah. Before we let you run, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you have shared so much wisdom already, but when people. And this episode, mm. what is one thing that you think they should go and do or change? If they just had to pick one mm-hmm. thing to start with.
2: Yeah. One thing that literally everyone has access to that can, can be the biggest profound transformation in our lives is to pay attention to our breath. You know, I learned that years ago when I went to yoga school, and it blew my mind. Like, literally, I was like, how can I be 30-something and just learning about the cycle of the breath now? That on the inhale, it does one thing to our brain chemistry and our body chemistry. The pause between the inhale and the exhale, different chemistry. The exhale, different. You know, that pause between the exhale and the inhale, different. You know, we have our breath with us all the time, and it's this connection to some – know deeper power right like our to our chemistry let's just say it's a hack for our brain chemistry we have it with us all the time it always works when people say it doesn't it's because they're not doing it they're resisting and the whole point of the inhale breathe in you open and expand when you exhale you release and let go And so to remember that and practice being aware of your breath, because if you're aware of your breath, you're going to be aware of other things as well. And being aware means that you're not asleep and on autopilot. It means you can take control of your choices, change the routine, change the habits. So just start paying attention to your breath, playing with it. Don't take my word for it. Do it. There's a whole bunch of tricks that you can do. Like if I were to ask you, Lauren, right now what you had for breakfast yesterday, I'm certain you would take like oh you did it. You did like yeah. you breathed in. Because <laughs> it's when we breathe in that we access our mental capacity. And so that's the thinking. If you hold your breath, that's overthinking. Yeah. Which will increase anger and increase resentment, increase judgment, right? Resistance. So just oh, breathe the through. The exhale, you let go. And then it's crazy because the pause between the exhale and the inhale, hanging out there, is where we find compassion. And so you can use a circle breath, a triangle breath, a square breath. It's just game-changing. We all have access to it. It's free. The amount of free resources online to, to learn this stuff and mm-hmm. practice this stuff, that's the biggest takeaway. Game-changer.
1: That is so amazing. great. Yeah. Yes, I hope everyone yeah. can take that home. And It's a biohack. It is. <laughs> I have felt that I've been breathing a little bit more deeply just being in your Aww. presence and making eye contact with you. You've been <laughs> smiling like – ear to ear this whole time I think yeah. you're like tapping into my cancer astrology like I'm Aww. on the verge of tears because you just are
2: exuding so Aww. much well tears joints. are good. amazing <laughs> tears are most someone told me this this morning I'd never heard it that crying is motoring and I guess what that term is supposed to mean is that you're moving through you know old old gunked up energy old patterns of 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 grieving right that we have this old grief that's in us this old pain that's in us that we're realizing was never true Hmm. right it was never true hmm. that we were ever alone it was never true that we were separate it was never true that people don't get us and that we're not good enough like that was never true what has always been true is that just by being not trying just being we're enough and we make people smile like you guys are making me smile just by being you you don't have to try yeah just by being who you are you make me smile so i'm smiling amazing <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm so <laughs> happy to have had you on here today. This is really incredible. I love um, you guys. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Look at I wish you could. I so wish you could
0: wish you right now. All right, we're just going to do zoom a, hug, a Zoom you a virtual hug. hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, amazing. Okay, so if you're in New York, definitely go and check out Hacked. We will send some resources including uh, Pam's books that she's written, the website where you can find her, lots of information. She is a force. You have to meet her if you can in person. Oh, I hope you. you really enjoy this episode and send us an questions that you have you guys
2: rock thanks so much thank you thank you Pam oh my gosh of course you guys are delightful I'm so glad you're out in the world doing your work ah thank you yeah <laughs> awesome
0: thanks for tuning in everyone
1: love this episode of the biohacker babes podcast head over to apple podcast to subscribe rate and leave a review we truly appreciate your support until then happy biohacking